Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. known to be one of the most fearless journalists in the world. He kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time. He is Shepard Ambellis. And you are listening to The Shepard Ambellis Show. Without further ado, here is your host, Shepard Ambellis. Well, it's Friday already, July 15th. As usual, time is flying by. We're like in some kind of time warp, it feels like to me. I don't know. I'm going to work all weekend. Uh, We got the radio network up. There's a temporary chat in there. We're going to test it out and see how it works. There's a chat button. You guys can go in and sign in as a guest. And, you know, if we like it, we'll upgrade it or whatever. I don't know. Um... So if you're listening live, also spread the word about the show and the network, the new network, ATN.Live. Tell everyone, make it a shortcut on your cell phone, ATN.Live. That way it just takes you right to the website. Eventually we're going to get an app for the whole network. We got rained out Rantcast coming to the network this Saturday. We got my little puppy in the background whining because um, I just now fed him and apparently he wants like double or something. So I don't know what his deal is, but, um, yeah. So rained out rant cast coming to the network and it, you know, uh, that's a great show. Um, so check that out on Saturdays at, at 8 PM Eastern seven central ATN.live. Don't forget to support the network. There's a donate button at the bottom of the main page atn.live uh bethany adani and aaron cole are joining me right now we um ran some audio tests before the show and uh, hopefully everything goes we got open call lines it's fun and freaky friday you can talk about anything you want to bring up some bigfoot or dogman stories ufo abduction skinwalker um spiritual exper- experiences acid trips uh ghosts paranormal call in 205-843-7437 205-843-7437 is the call-in number um lots of stuff going on there's all these ceos that resigned about a year and a half back in the thousands by the thousands worldwide Now there's a bunch of leaders. Aaron Cole, what can you tell us about this? Because like, what what do you think's behind these leaders uh, resigning? It's it's very strange. They all, all these leaders, just like in uh, 2020, the CEOs, they just dropped like flies, right? And then all of a sudden we have Boris Johnson from the UK. We have Draghi from from Italy. We have uh, Rashka which I would try to work on work hard on my enunciation of that from Sri Lanka. Of course, we know what's going on in Sri Lanka. And then we have uh, Klaus from Estonia this morning, all resigning. This could be something to do with the, the coming COVID lockdowns, the ESG scores getting passed around. We, we know that something big is about to happen, and these people are dropping out like flies, I think, to flee from, from their countries to get the hell out of Dodge before – the 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 crap hits the fan especially what we see within the netherlands germany and then spain today even they have uh people in their tractors driving around kind of like the the canadian trucker thing but people are doing this in their tractors the farmers shit's hitting the fan pretty quick bro yeah it is um i wonder too like 
I don't know. I never checked back on it, but like all those elites that dropped out of the corporations and whatnot, like a year and a half ago, people were talking about, um, you know, and even I mentioned like, I wonder if they went into underground bases or whatever. I want to go in and, um, do some careful reading because there was like a lot of publications that mentioned a lot of them by name. And I, I thought about going back through and kind of tracking like, where are these people? I mean, for all we know, they're on their own Elysium type space station, um, floating in near earth orbit on helium balloons or something. I don't know. They could be uh, going to Mars, too. Don't forget about Elon Musk. He was tweeting again today talking about Tesla is the thing to save Earth. And then Mars is a it's a it's a rough looking place, but we, we can fix it. He tweeted that out today. I forgot to share that with y'all. It's pretty but rough. He, he tweeted that again today. I guess he's moving on past Twitter. And then now he's got his eyes set on getting all of his rich buddies to a safe place. Well, it's pretty rough, uh, on Mars. I mean, it, they filmed that on, uh, up in Greenland or something. I right. Forget. That's crazy. Or like Canada or something. It's like an Island, British Columbia. You just got to add that nice little red filter to it to make it look really, really Marsy looking. Yeah. No, I actually went in and did, this is what's crazy. I went in and did a deep study of a couple images where, they were claiming it's Mars and I went in on Google earth and I looked at where they're claiming. I can't remember what they call that place or where it is exactly. I think it was like in British Columbia or something, some Island, but, um, they claim it's a Mars. It's a testing for NASA proving ground. Cause they got caught, but I went in and I looked and I could find exact rock structures that were, um, matched up with video that they said that they had filmed on Mars from the Rover. So literally it was all bullshit. Right. Right. I, I wonder, uh, Bethany's take on this too, but it seems like you get the billionaires to, to set up these off world systems and then the politicians follow Bethany, who do you think is going to be next after these politicians? Your guess is as good as mine, whoever they want it to be. They'll dictate it to us. Bill Gates give, giving all that money to NPR, 24 um, million. The Guardian, 12 million. NBC, 4 million. Le Monde, 4 million. That's crazy. My favorite is Der Spiegel. I like saying German shit. Well, like I said yesterday, he's got his sticky fingers in just about everything. Like, is there anything he could? He, why doesn't he just mind his own business? He just needs to sit down and shut up, mind his business, and worry about his his own life instead of everybody else's. You know, these people just piss me off. Like, who gave them the right to do this? They gave themselves the right to do it, but we've—I don't know—we've handed over the power to them. By just going along with it and, and and catering to whatever they say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, well, I think um, too, like just people have, are just um, beaten to submission over time. So, like, I don't even know if people um, realize that they're totally going along with things. A lot of people do, though. They if the, if it makes their life easier they're going to go along with it. A lot of people think technology makes their life easier, but like technology is like a double-edged sword. It makes my life harder. Exactly. I think, I think, uh, Joe Rogan had, a. Uh... Mike Judge on his show here recently. And he was, he the guy that did, uh, idiocracy, right? I could be wrong on that one. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I saw that okay. one only one time. That's a pretty crazy movie. It's basically how it is now. I, I think he was talking about, uh, he missed like one big thing and it was like people staring at cell phones and like he missed that one big time. I can't, I've got it kind of confused right now. I should have prepared that a little bit better, but if, if that that's where we're all right now, we're all hunched over looking into the black mirror technology rules it all right now. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think especially with the younger generation too. I mean, that's why it's really important to unplug and find time to do that and make the time to do it just getting back in nature like I've been kind of promoting because I know it's been working for me um, you almost start to get more uncomfortable like once you start to unplug a little bit more it's not as comfortable to have that phone in your hand all the time it starts to feel uncomfortable actually that's how I've been feeling at least anyway that's been my experience lately I was messing with a couple settings, sorry. Oh, I was like, oh no, <laughs> what happened? I was just about to say, hello? Uh, I see where that echo could be coming from, but I don't know what it is. I'm not hearing it on the stream while I'm checking it, but I'll uh, talk for a second and then jump back over to listening to it. I'm not hearing an echo at all. Am I echoing? No, but I can see something in the sound meter and it makes me wonder if that's what it is. It's a perp. <laughs> no. Yeah, we're we're good on the stream. I just listened to all three of us talk on the stream, so we're good. Okay. I don't I'm not hearing an echo, but you guys were saying you slightly heard one and I saw how um these sound streams look like they were overlapping a little bit, so I don't know. But uh, I'll check into it. Yeah, yeah, we're good. There's we're good. a lot of crazy shit that goes along with this network. Like people think that this stuff, uh, you can just go and broadcast and set it up. It's like really complicated. Um, you know, especially like to link in like all the call lines with the with how that links up with the radio and the Skype, and then get everyone's settings right. It's just like crazy. And and you got and people got to remember this too. We're, we're not in the same uh, studio by any means. We're from the East Coast down to Mexico. Like this is it's amazing technology. While we're shitting on it, it is amazing if it's used right. But they do use technology for nefarious means. But we can use this weapon to back against them to 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 spread word and try to take shit over. And that's that's very important to remember. We got open call lines if anyone wants to call in and just uh, talk about anything paranormal. Uh, have you seen a UFO, ghost, um, skinwalker? Have you heard any crazy stories? you seen a Bigfoot, um, an apparition? 205-843-7437. 205-843-7437. I saw three ghosts when I was like three or four years old in a they were in my room and it like kind of traumatized me it was like kind of weird they just looked like this kind on the almost like on the cartoons like a kind with a sheet over them but like you know real see-through they were transparent what did they all look the same or did they look different were they yeah, the same like yeah, describe they, them they they they, they kind of look like like you would see like in a scooby-doo cartoon with like the sheet over them but not, but it like it wasn't a sheet really um it might have even have been like clothing and but but they yeah there was three of them and and they pretty much operated together and like i got so freaked out and i told my mom about it and she like came in my room and and she didn't see anything of course and then I, and then, uh, you know, she like put me back to bed and, but I never went back to sleep and I looked back over and they were still there and it was like really weird, but that house was creepy. Did they say anything to you or did you feel just like, how did you notice them? Did you just feel a presence or yeah, like or something? And then they were just there cause I had a pretty good sized room. And it had like hardwood floors and they it, they were right there, you know. So I just like saw them. It was, it was trippy. Now, is that the only, I know you've had a lot more experiences with the supernatural Shep than that, but specifically like, did you feel like they were 
what was your I mean, I know you were little. So but looking back now, did you get a feeling as to whether they were harmful or like I don't evil think they were just neutral? I yeah, I think they were like just like neutral or something, you know, um, they didn't really do anything or say anything. Yeah, that's really, um, I don't know. What about you, Aaron? Have you had any um, supernatural experiences like that, similar to that? I've had a couple weird things that have happened. It's all been kind of when I was younger, but uh, I've, in the, I'll say that, but uh, in the past couple of days, uh, I got up early to uh, to go to work and everything. And I was sitting in the bathroom uh, doing stuff you do in the bathroom. And then I heard Netflix turn on on my TV and my wife and my daughter are both in bed. And I hear the living room TV like turn on to Netflix here lately. And I don't know what could cause that. Maybe that's just something Netflix does. But I hear the doom like Netflix turned on. And then uh when I was younger, for sure, I'd seen some kind of weird stuff. Uh, me and my brother were pretty young. My mom was sleeping, like probably off a, a bender or something. But uh, there was a clothes hanger that I don't remember if I told this story before, like in season one. But there was a there was a clothes hanger that flew around a corner and then landed in uh, the bedroom. We were kind of hanging around her because we were young and scared to kind of venture out or whatever. But there was a clothes hanger that flew around a corner, landed in the bedroom, and we we're like, what the hell? And then I also had other weird feelings in this uh, apartment that she was living in, kind of just like really old vibes. I don't know if there was something built there like back in the 20s or something. It was in uh, Garland, Texas, so it wasn't like really old feelings by any stretch of the imagination, but just really kind of creepy stuff like that. Just kind of out of was the ordinary. Was it just in that apartment? Pretty much. Yeah. I haven't had anything real crazy happen. Um, I had a friend pass away a couple of years ago and I was working, I was doing my job in a store and I swear to God, I heard somebody say Aaron and I looked around and nobody was there, but I heard it clearly in my ear. I didn't have any headphones in or anything like that. And I've heard that before. Just kind of real. I'd never seen anything besides that close hanger coming in. The close hanger was real. But other than that, though, there wasn't anything uh, like apparitions I've seen before. I've tried to. I've messed with Ouija boards. Had a couple of weird things happen with that. Like it get windy real quick outside and doors slam. Of course, like the planchette moving around. But some of the people I was messing around with it with, I don't know how much I trusted them either. But <laughs> some things like that. Yeah, you got to be careful with stuff like that. That can open up portals to like demonic entities and um, anything of that nature, um, which I wonder, I, you know, I didn't get a chance to read it, but and I saved it. But the, there was an article about CERN and is there's speculation that since they fired up, people have been saying, I guess I, I looked over the article real quick, but the gist of it was that people seem to be experiencing more supernatural um, occurrences now that CERNs, I don't know how they would figure that out so quickly, but I guess the question is, you know, is that opening up portals? And this was a mainstream uh, article too. I'm noticing that more too is like uh, there's the mainstream is now really visiting more things than they ever did as far as the supernatural and uh, UFOs. And we're seeing all of that. Like, like I said, things that years ago would have just been in the national Enquirer or the sun or something like that is now like mainstream. It's almost like they're just getting people ready for just national Enquirer was always see. real. It was real news. <laughs> Nah. Yeah, really. You know how they say, like, you know how the, the headlines sound so crazy? But what if those were all actually real? I think they are. Yeah, I think well, at least a quarter of them have to be based in some kind of seeing something at least. That's why I don't know why people poo-poo, you know, Dogman and Ghost and, and Bigfoot and stuff like that. Like, even if 1% of that is legit seeing something, there's something to that right there. That's what I think, too, because there's just so many stories and they're really consistent um, when you listen to all the different stories. Basically, they're all telling similar stories like these creatures act the same, you know, somewhat. Um, 
and it I don't know it's just fascinating I don't know if anyone will ever get a picture of one I don't know why I'm sure that they have though that's the thing and like men in black come and swoop it up people like uh, uh tony tony merkel if uh he's i've heard him interview some people and he was talking about uh i think one of his old episodes like this guy swears to god he shot a bigfoot and he just ran off away from it and he called people and they came back and they told him basically like if you ever do this again we're going to take you to jail we're going to go out there and look and see if your story is real but you don't don't ever do that again I hope one day we can uh, get him on to tell some of those stories because he's interviewed us so many people. I'd love to hear some of the some of the people that he's he's talked to. Sorry, I was playing with some settings. We uh, had Bobo on in season one from uh, Sasquatch Hunters or Bigfoot Hunters or something like that. Hunting Bigfoot. I can't remember the series. He's like the the big guy with like long hair, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! I think I met, I don't know why I missed that one. I don't know how I did that. Yeah, I think that he seems goes like a out fun interview. Like, yeah, he tree knocks and all that shit. It's crazy. Um, and I guess he's been doing it like a long time. You know, um, there's a lot of these guys. They go, they call it squatching or whatever. They go out looking for him and all that. Um, but like that one guy that came on the show. Most recently, when we were talking about the um, Bigfoot picture from the Bigfoot uh, Hunter Society. Keith. Was his name Keith Wright? Yeah. Um, Keith he said, you know, usually the people that go gallivanting into the woods never see anything, you know. So I don't know how that all works. It's probably just like you have to be in the right place at the right time. But also what's crazy is there's a lot of orb and ufo activity reported near bigfoot sightings which is really weird and then a new thing that i'm starting to uh, learn after listening to a lot of stories is like a lot of times dogman appear in the same area or even in the same encounter as a bigfoot and it makes you wonder if um i don't know i was just picturing like when when i when i heard several stories like that i was just uh picturing like uh, the predator coming down in that spaceship and how they have like those hunting dogs i think in like predator two or three or something and um you know it makes you wonder like do these uh bigfoot come down and hunt and they bring their dogmen with them or vice versa um so i don't know but uh that's a common story orbs and ufos with Bigfoot, it's so strange. I love the idea of portal dim dimension jumping Bigfoot. I like that idea so much. I know it's more likely that it's like flesh and blood, but alien Bigfoot or portal jumping Bigfoot <laughs> well, is, well, is they, one of my favorite things. The crazy shit is how people say they glide. Like it looks like they're on a hoverboard sometimes when they walk. I mean, that's so weird. Maybe they just move kind of fluidly or something, but um, like that's a common uh, thing that they report. Since, since uh, we, me and you, Shepard, both live in like, uh, I think pretty sparsely tree populated areas, and Bethany is quite on the other hand, we need to strap her with the GoPro and send her out into the Pennsylvania woods. What do you think, Bethany? Well, hey, you know what? Why not? Well, the beat. I'm in for some excitement. I need some <laughs> excitement in my life. Isn't isn't this a really isn't Pennsylvania like a really like a hot spot for, for Dogman for yes. uh, Beast of Bray Road? Yeah. I'm just gonna need an AK along with the uh, the, <laughs> the GoPro <laughs> with silver bullets in it. Oh yeah, so you gotta have the silver bullets in case it's a werewolf. <laughs> that you know and it makes you wonder where like even that story comes from do you and people this is this is um come up several times on dogman encounter stories where they're telling like like their alleged real story which a lot of times they're like traumatized by it sounds super real you know but a lot of them like some of them have uh fired on these things and a lot of times there's not much of uh, 
effect on the uh, dog man because they're so big and powerful and people are tossing around like do you really need silver bullets and stuff like that Well, all of these, um, you know, these stories that we've been told in these old wives tales and all that that we've been told growing up. I mean, they probably all are true. They just want to set it up so that it seems like it's not true. Like, oh, well, that's science fiction. And oh, no, that can't be real. That's just happens in the movies. I mean, we know they're hiding stuff. They just, just like you were talking about yesterday, Chef, on 9-11. I mean, we weren't told the truth. Everybody now knows that we weren't told the truth. Most people today realize there was there was more to the story than meets the eye. I remember my son, he asked me about 9-11. He was maybe about eight or nine years old. And he was like, Mom, what happened on 9-11? You know, and he was really curious. And, you know, because we used to listen at, I had Alex Jones going all the time, you know, 24-7 back in the day. And um, so I explained to him, he goes, well, how did they take over the plane? And I said, with box cutters. And that kid just started cracking up. He's like, box cutters yeah right uh-huh. i mean even an eight and nine-year-old child knows better than that and like yeah they overtook a plane with box cutters crazy huh how they uh come out and they say that they uh claim these things it doesn't even make any sense also like who wouldn't uh i mean i guess there's a lot of people that would be scared to get cut up but you would think at least one guy they said that guy that uh said let's roll went after the box cutter in the plane during 9-11 yeah yes that yeah and well that whole thing too i mean how cell phones didn't work at that 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 was a whole big thing in itself too oh yeah i know they just had all this transmission but they couldn't find the black box right yeah really like like uh the the wrong engines were down on the ground during 9-11 too outside the world trade center they had people analyze the uh aircraft engines and they were the wrong for the wrong type of airplane oh there's just way too many holes in that story but you know it's it's years later people are on to the next thing this is the thing they keep these stories going and going i mean look what's happening now do you notice people really aren't reacting as much to you know even like these you know shootings that are happening people are just and i don't know if it's because people are just accustomed to it and it's just part of our culture now or but it just seems like people just i don't know if they're not buying into things or they just don't care it just doesn't seem like people are talking about this stuff at the water cooler anymore (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know what it is uh well i mean they're really wrapped up in their day-to-day because you got to work like way harder now if you think about it due to inflation um you got to work more hours for the same amount of money and and um also like money doesn't go as far right now so i think there's a lot of people wrapped up in their day-to-day and they don't even have time to run their lives properly that makes sense too they're just in their own little worlds and their own little bubbles and just kind of i i've noticed that though people aren't is including myself i mean I get that social anxiety going on. Just things, the whole environment's changed, I think, with people. People just aren't as outgoing as they used to be. They don't seem to really want to go out as much. I mean, maybe that or I'm just getting older and I'm looking at things from a different perspective and noticing things from a different perspective now. But I don't know. It just seems like people just aren't as... And maybe it's because, like you said, like everything's so expensive. There, people just don't have the money to go out and do the things that they used to do. Right. Yeah. That. I mean, I really think that's a big part of it. Um, we still got open lines if anyone wants to call in two zero five eight four three seven four three seven. We also got to get the word out about the network because they've banned us on YouTube. Um, we got to pull the original core audience over to the new platform. We're going to be adding more shows and a uh, more of a show lineup. Aaron Cole, the Cole Report's going to be coming on to the network. So um, we're going to have three shows right off the bat here in the next couple of weeks and more to come. We're trying to get everything ironed out, uh, but we need your support. 
you can go down at the bottom of the main page and donate if you want. And there's also a chat now that we're testing out. Um, and we got, we, like I said, we do got open lines. So, uh, if you want to call in, you can, I should put the call in number on the website at the top. I forgot to do that too. So it's like up there and, um, that there's, way, like, there's some bumps there's some bumps in the road whenever we switch off of a place like youtube but i know the people are going to come we just got to make sure we spread the word beat beat it all beat it all uh, down on everybody and b- build it back up but this is going to yeah. be the best thing ever well if I, was, you... I was just hanging out in the chat we got a couple people in the chat right now so we got uh, misha and we got trish in the chat right now oh what's so. up misha and trish I didn't even look in the chat lately. Um, yeah. I forgot uh, until just a minute ago. So, you know, that's the free version of the chat or whatever, but I kind of wanted to see if it worked. I don't know what, I forget what the premium version does. It lets more people on and all sorts of stuff like that. But yeah, like the biggest thing I guess we could do is get the word out about the network, um, you know, to get everyone over here. And then if anyone, uh, wants to recommend any shows that they think should or youtubers that are really good that might want a platform that's uncensored to broadcast on that are pretty reliable sound pretty good um you know we could get more and more information out during the day on the live broadcast and then everything still archives to apple Podcasts, spotify Amazon Music and all the pod platforms. Just search the Shepherd Ambella show or whatever other show is on the network. We're going to add some banners, and each show will have their own show page and all that and stuff it's like gonna that. It's going to be sick. Yeah, like it'll just be kind of like slow going, and we'll do it grassroots style. It's absolutely. Hot. It's hot down here today. How's y'all's uh, heat waves? around the world going on they're talking about mexico's in a drought um you know just people are sweating everywhere i guess um you've been sweating lately oh sweating every day uh my forecast for my little area over here is 106 105 103 every day pretty much we had a little bit of a storm kind of come by yesterday gave off a lot of nice wind and just a couple drops of rain and then, uh, it just kept on moving by, of course. And then uh, I, I can't remember. I think I was I can't remember who I was listening to. I think it was Mike Adams maybe the other day. And he was talking about the like the corn belt like this. I guess it's more north of us. Cause we don't grow a whole bunch of corn in Texas. But he's talking about uh, like the different rates of failure that he was hearing about the, the corn belt. And it wasn't crazy high, but it was definitely higher than normal. So that's going to be something that's going to play into like the inflation and everything we see going on and the food shortages. One thing I've noticed here lately for my job, because I work for a company and I go into large stores and make orders and stuff for my company. Some of the Walmarts and some of the like the other stores are running out of bottled water more and more frequently. Oh, I don't really? know what the hell that means. That's strange. But just something to point out like i said it's it might be regional so you might not see it in every area that people are listening in but it seems like it's kind of just shifting and it's just always something wrong these days well that's why it's a good a good thing to prepare i know uh I, misha might be in chat still she was talking about preparedness uh on clubhouse and berserker survival obviously uh he came on the show talking about it um now's the time you know to kind of make sure you got like some backup because like they're talking about power grid failures brownouts rolling blackouts and in my opinion all of this stuff is like contrived because uh, you know they 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 should be able to plan how the power grid's gonna going to uh, expand and operate they have so many millions of dollars they could upgrade at any time uh, with all these power companies and whatnot, it makes no sense that they have these old, worn-out um, systems that just aren't really functioning that great. A lot of neighborhoods have old transformers in them. Squirrels get up in there and blow them up, and um, 
you know, there's power outages all the time. They don't seem to upgrade any infrastructure in America. It's like they just don't care about it. It makes me think that they really do think something's coming because otherwise they would spend money on infrastructure. They would even roll it into their own companies and whatnot. Yeah, they're barely working on the roads around here in Texas and stuff, and we have so many paved roads. Uh, one quick article before I kick it to, to Beth. Uh, Biden today, somehow, while he was in uh, Saudi Arabia, he signed a, uh, I guess, some kind of decree or whatever to force all these people for Union Pacific Railroad to go back to work. There's about 115,000 uh, railroad workers. I don't know how long exactly this is going to last, but... This put off that uh, railroad apocalypse, but it's it, the the shortages are are going to be coming sooner rather than later. Well, that I you know that's how they do it um, because like if you look at these uh, recent plans that they're coming out with um, the World Health Organization, the UN, the all the old Agenda Twenty One stuff. Um, agenda 2030, you know, they've, they've got a lot of this mapped out and plotted. Actually, they seem to be pretty much on track with a lot of the documents. Henry Kissinger used to talk about, um, in his national security memorandum 200, he would talk a lot about, um, the population of the earth. And this was like back in the sixties or seventies, he wrote this and, he would he would say like the population's you know gonna be so significant that food's gonna be a problem. There's the you know there's gonna be um, famine, drought issues. Um, it's like the elites kind of nailed what was gonna happen and what was going on, but then they also like took advantage of everything because based on what Henry Kissinger was saying the elites started moving toward Al Gore talking about climate change, talking about uh, global warming, the carbon credits started rolling in and all that stuff. And they started, they started to capitalize on all of this, but all the while this appears to be a natural cycle for the most part, although there are weather weapons and, I was listening to someone, I think it was Jesse Ventura. Was it Jesse Ventura? I think it might have been. Or someone, maybe it wasn't him. Because um, he was talking about um, when he was in the military. But I think it was uh, someone talking about Vietnam. And they were saying like they got flooded all the time. And, it, you know, they were doing weather weapon experiments in Vietnam they flooded out the Ho Chi Minh Trail and all that shit. Um, but I actually heard someone talking about it the other day. I just can't remember who it was on the radio. And they were there. Um, someone else was mentioning it as well. Uh, just militarized weather manipulation during certain wars where, you know, you could bring up like a sandstorm or something. So um, a lot of like events that... Um, in, in some of these like battles that have taken place, like in the middle East, like everything would be like normal. And then out of nowhere, a sandstorm, a, a show up or something. So they could be using a lot of weather warfare in many ways, but it's like the whole Al Gore thing, um, playing out. I just think they kind of knew what was coming and, and you know what what are they really doing with this nasa with this budget they got elon musk going around they're trying to say like they're going to mars and all this stuff but we don't know what they're doing um they come out with movies like elysium and then you hear you do hear like these um celebrities are disappearing and hiding and they have their ankle bracelets and all this i don't know where like what's going on with that or where they've gone. But if if they're coming out with movies like Elysium, because if you think about it, we're already in, um, we're in the time of like um, Terminator, you know, like, like they're at a point where they're building robots. 
you know, we're at like a Terminator timeline, like Skynet's already live, basically. Um, AI's out there working. What's that other movie? Like Total Recall? Like we're at a level like that. We also got cloning, like that um, Tom Cruise movie. So there's lots of stuff that's like going on in the in the modern world that we've seen in movies and and even like Soylent Green that took place in like 2021 or 2022 in the film. That's scary. Yeah, because um, also the Running Man was in 2019. Uh, Demolition Man was like in 2019 or 2020. And these were all filmed like way back when, you know, and um, they they were almost spot on. If you look at some of the things like they had in Demolition Man versus like what they have now, that seemed a little wild. Um, but now you see some of those things featured in the film. Back to the Future. 205-843-7437. If you're listening, call in. Let's test these lines. 205-843-7437. Don't be shy. Call in. <laughs> so, um, the live show airs weekdays, Monday through Friday, on Ambella's Talk Network, ATN.live. 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, 4 Pacific, the Shepherd Ambella Show. And then it will rebroadcast um, the whole time until we go live the following day. Rained Out Rantcast is coming up the, every Saturday. He'll be doing his first show this Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. And uh, we still need to schedule the Cole Report in, support the network. I got a plug. Um, the network a little bit just because like we don't have, have um, anything going right now like commercial wise or anything so I guess that's uh, what I'll plug for now so it's not too um, overbearing or whatever but eventually we got to figure all that out and this whole um, broadcasting system that we're using is fairly complicated I still got to go through it there's some things I know and some things I don't you know, there's like this on-air show clock, um, has all the files. It's, it's professional, like r whole, um, radio station setup, you know? So, but I'm not a pro with it yet. So we're just doing our best over here, but it's cool. I, I mean, it, all in all, it took me less than a week to get the, the network up. And then Aaron Cole and Bethany did so much testing, with me it took um us all to do the test a bunch of times to get everything going and then without the donors we wouldn't have even been able to do it so thanks to everyone who donated some people really chipped in um to get this done i guess that just tells you how bad people want real information out there because it's just hard to find anymore you go on youtube people are censored I don't know if you guys saw, um, what was it? Um, let me see if I can find it. By the way, while you're looking for that, Shep, I just want to give a shout out to Shep and, and with the assistance of Aaron as well. You guys did a great job over the weekend setting everything up. And, um, you know, they're they're working really hard behind the scenes. Shep does a, a great job. And, you know, the stuff he can do in such a short amount of time is, is really inspiring to me. So thanks for the donations and making it happen. We couldn't have been we couldn't have done it without you. So and we love the caller. Somebody call in. We need a caller to call in. Where are you people? Did, Where's Benito? <laughs> uh, did you, did we talk about this Beto O'Rourke raises a record amount in his uh, race no. for Texas governor versus Greg Abbott? I mean, this guy, uh, Beto or whatever, he raised $27.63 between February 20th and June 30th, according to the Dallas Morning News. And this is just like crazy to me um 
I guess Greg Abbott, the two-term Republican incumbent, raised 24.9, which is a lot, you know, but that's uh, $2.7 less than the Democrat. So somehow these they got Democrats winning over in Texas now. I guess they're going to get that... Um, who were we saying that actor was was going to um Matthew McConaughey, right? Yeah, like I'm I got I don't know, I just have a weird feeling they're gonna do something with that guy. But um I don't know. I'm worried about I'm worried about Beto winning Texas just because we know that there's some little tricky dicky stuff going on with the elections around here. But Texas did put in some pretty solid election reform stuff but i don't know how far that's going to go because i think there is a very much like an overarching plan to go ahead and just go ahead and sabotage everything but i think uh, he has a chance to win even though he is not popular at all in uh, beto o'rourke but he is complete trash like his policies suck even if he wasn't a democrat like even no matter what he was running as I don't know how anybody could vote for that guy because he's he's an oxymoron of a person. He talks about, I'm not going to take your guns, I'm going to take your guns. Just, just stuff like that. I don't know how anybody can vote for this dude, but I think he could win it, honestly, just for just, just shits and giggles for the new world order. Well, we know the elections are rigged. You couldn't say that on YouTube or you'd get banned. Remember that? They were banning people for saying the... Uh the elections were rigged. I think I even got a strike for that or something like last yes, year. That's crazy. Um, I mean, how, like how bizarre in a world in which, or a country in which there's elections and like, no one can question, um, especially like, apparently if you're a Republican, you can't question the elections, but yet, you know, several years before that, the Democrats were saying all the elections were rigged, essentially. And it's just bizarre that everyone forgot about that. Uh, you know, then they made it this thing where, like, you can't even claim that or it's misinformation. It's like the um, whole COVID thing and the medical misinformation and all the Google or the um, YouTube algorithms and stuff and how that all plays in. It's bizarre, though, how they can how they can get a handle on all that and really utilize it as a strategy. It's a great big strategy. We've seen it, of course, with Trump in 2016. We've seen it with Stacey Abrams in Georgia. I think she's going to run again against, uh, I think that guy's name is Brian Kemp, I think is the current Georgia governor, but she's going to run again against him. And who knows what's going to happen over there. But the the whole election thing is just, I don't trust it. And we know Operation Chaos is in full effect and they're going to pull out all the stops coming up. Either it's going to be war, it's going to be viruses, it could be election rigging. And you can't talk about that shit on YouTube. So that's why this place is so important. So we can discuss and share different points of view and different ideas. Yeah, I was going to say... isn't it it's really nice being able to talk freely uh it's almost like bizarre this must have been what howard stern felt like when he went to sirius radio or whatever because he couldn't really say anything supposedly and um you know which he couldn't but um you know he doesn't say much anyways in in terms of his whole thing was just like they didn't want him to cuss on air and all that pretty much but like in a way like he kind of had a battle with free speech and pioneered some of the shit, but then he seemed like a gatekeeper in other respects, but he's probably just a, um, hypochondriac or whatever. He pulled up the ladder behind him pretty damn quick. And that's how a lot of people do it too. As soon as they find a place where they can be chill at, you pull up that ladder so nobody else can do it. And he's, he's one of the worst. He's, he's like so hardcore democratic talking points these days. It's not even, it's not even fun to listen to him anymore. No, all I know. the edge is I gone. Know. Right? Yeah, the whole edge is gone. It's like he's gotten um, really age aged or something. But then again, it, it makes you wonder: Did he take some kind of payoff or like sell out? Or you know, I mean, I guess that could just be his general belief. He he is somewhat like sheltered type dude, you know. Um, 
he probably just like believes all that shit. He's he mostly hangs out with celebrities and stuff, you know, so they're in that world. Absolutely. Well, hey, Bethany, he was all, did, about, oh, he was all about uh, free speech. No, he's all about free speech. But wasn't he indicating that he thought that vaccines should be forced, basically? I mean, yeah, but he's oh, yeah. so much for freedom. I mean, that's the thing. If anybody should understand, it would have been him. But he, he's a big doofus anyway. He's, he's he's become he's changed. I think he like never leaves his apartment now. He's like a germaphobe, you know, so of course he's going to claim he wants the vaccine and all that shit too okay that works for him but like everybody else has a right to decide what to look at. i mean right. i see people walking around outside with masks still i mean not too many it, it kind of seemed to up the ante and then it like kind of you know like i think since it's been a little hotter out but i'm just like ah it doesn't bother me i mean let them wear their masks if that makes them feel comfortable then they've got a right to do it just like i have a right not to exactly but don't tread on me yeah really like shouldn't it be like a freedom of choice type thing but look at what they're doing with the whole ab- abortion thing you know people say um i heard this neighbor say well america's still the freest country out there i don't even i don't even know if i believe that to be true um like to me it feels like you're a prisoner in america now we basically are yeah, i would say yeah because like look at inflation is one thing and you're in this constant like work loop and then um the way they've just got the whole system set up it it, it just it's so poor um the whole thing is just breaking down it's it's society's dwindling in america the infrastructure is collapsing it's just crazy but but i heard the neighbor say well well you know you're america's still the freest country um i don't know like i'm in mexico right now it seems a lot freer than america you can probably go get on a a cruise ship if you wanted to and not have a big ass COVID outbreak like the like the coral the coral princess cruise ship uh, you know what uh what is, where's that dock yeah that's gross. where is that right now there's a bunch of sick fucks on it right now i need to double check real quick i'll be right back those cruise mean, ship I, tickets I are, up an effort. are expensive i heard a bunch of people die on those cruise ships and like people sleep in those beds still There's some nasty shit that happens in those beds. I can promise you. I've, I've been on a couple cruises back in the day. There's some bad stuff that happens in those beds. Uh, <laughs> that's scary. I mean, like, it makes you wonder what, uh, what, like, how many hotels you've been to where, like, someone's died there on that bed or it's been, like, a murder scene or something. You don't even know. They have these, like, body cleaner teams. They just come in real quick and then leave. like CSI type shit but they uh, just like clean up they don't even do a good job they're like eating their sandwich while they're doing it some soiling oh absolutely Mm. I can't find a a link to an article for that one my apologies but uh, on where it's like docked and stuff like that but it's uh it's something that we've we've seen over and over again and we know that there's not going to be any stopping to the pushing of the vaccine and things like that they're going to keep on pushing it the next outbreak's coming see biden begging for money for some reason i don't know when he needs to beg for money but the, well they'll yeah they'll never stop pushing these vaccines they're now talking about the monkeypox. they're saying uh, there's like over a thousand cases and they're saying that's the direction it's going they're calling for vaccines and I don't know if that's going to be the whole next thing or whatever, but I think they're going to keep this whole thing going. Eventually you're going to have to have your vaccination cards and all that. Remember when they did that? I, I mean, it just seemed so Orwellian. I thought, and this is getting crazy. Essentially is what they did is they've conditioned us just to silent martial law though. If you think about it, because like we've fell into that, 
um, anytime they limit your movement or restrict access to anything or your fundamental rights, that's martial law. And, uh, you know, people are like, Whoa, whatever. No, really? Like, um, they put us in a silent martial law really is for sure it's a great way to put it that's perfect i mean how scary though um when they have those kind of powers and remember when that general o'shaughnessy talked about he he was like the top general at the time but they rolled him out um of the mix he he locked himself in norad and all that shit because uh of the invisible enemy and then they gave him and some other guy like complete access of the country's defenses under continuity of government. This was like mainstream news. And they said they were doing all this. Um, They had huge military movements. They were gearing up for something. They were buckled down. They still are buckled down and they're like in this like button up status. But um, I don't know who the, the commander of the space force, I forget his name he ended up like taking over this position and it was like they rolled this guy in because it was almost like he was like the CIA liaison that, that knows something about what's coming, the disaster. Like there's the, remember because they did like the, the Stafford act, they got FEMA to where FEMA was in control of everything. All the 50 governors, uh, voted. They, they, during, uh, Trump's term, and they under the invisible enemy they got to where they could do the stafford act and uh come right out and take control through fema which is really crazy because that was the whole reason fema was put in the place in the first place and so they've they enacted it at the highest level so once that was done like i know there's going to be like people out there that aren't going to believe this but it's true uh when when fema is activated at that level they then have control of the government and we're in this continuity of government condition where this special fema panel this secret government and a secondary government is is buckled down in these bases and that's just um that's just protocol so but but they've never enacted it to that level before to where they they push this fema thing so there's literally like this independent i mean you could consider these guys like the majestic 12 or something but like different it's like a different group of people well we'll be back monday same bat time same bat channel 7 p.m eastern weekdays six central the shepherd umbrella show spread the word donate we need your support this stuff's not cheap we got call lines uh bandwidth bills now the whole nine yards lots of systems go along with this here's an original uh remake i did depeche mode i'll talk to you guys later we'll see you monday have a good weekend have a great weekend Bye. goodbye y'all hours into this remake.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.